I don't know. And then I feel like also kind of what happened at Comic Con yeah. with the cast that kind of was the turnoff for me too because I loved the cast so much. Mm. And then just to kind of see them act the way they did, I was like, oh, this is already kind of like, I'm already kind of falling out of the show. And then to see how the cast is kind of acting too kind of made me even more fall out. And mm. I heard stuff that was going to happen with Maggie and like all this other spoilers. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I should even watch this anymore. It's 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 So hi guys, it's your girl Tony Litty. I'm here with Sage and Davina and Jeremy, which are Wishbang Pow. Um, and we are talking about Supergirl today. It's a special podcast. The show has gone on hiatus and um, Sage actually came up with a good idea when I was reaching out to her um, earlier on in in the year. I think it was like a month or two ago. Um, yeah. To have like a podcast kind of discussing the reasons why people kind of stopped watching. And I thought it was a good, it was a good idea. Um, so, we can go straight into it. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. How are you? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's nearly Christmas. It is. Almost. A couple days. Oh, years flown by. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really so fast. Yeah, it really has. Oh, your cat. I know. <laughs> she's she's like, I want my time. <laughs> this isn't a um, live chat where you see the video. No. Yeah, I, I have to edit her out sometimes in my videos because she'll come to my lap and I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, cute. She's oh. just like, I'm just gonna moon the camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just when I said, oh, your cat, it was like her butt straight into the camera. Yeah, <laughs> I know. The obligatory butt shot. <laughs> yeah. Cool. She got her little cameo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, guys, I'll, obviously, I'll just start off by asking the reasons why maybe you don't react to Supergirl anymore, you don't watch the show in some cases anymore. Um, and then we'll just go from there. Cool. So, all right. Sage, do you want to start, start us off? Um, sure. Um, one big reason why I well have kind of stopped making videos in general is because I got into grad school, as I kind of mentioned in some of my videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I literally do not have time for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, making videos just kind of started randomly after I went to Clexicon. I was like, hey, I could do this. This looks fun. And I started off with Supergirl, actually, because that's the show that was going on at the time. Mm. Um, yeah, so I kind of just uh, stopped making videos because I didn't have time, but also kind of just fell out of the show towards the end of the last season. Like, I mean, I just don't care for Monel all that much. It just kind of <laughs> ruined the show for me. Um, <laughs> Yeah, okay, good. I'm like, I don't know. No. I know some people are so touchy about him, and I'm like, I just cannot like We're him. Not. And Okay, no, good. And like I, 
I supported the show from the beginning. Like I watched the premiere on CBS. Like mm-hmm. I loved Melissa Benoist. Like that's why I watched it. I was so excited to see a female superhero. Yeah. And then it kind of just went down when it moved to CBS to CW, which like surprise. I mean, CW is like yeah. CW, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And then I feel like also kind of what happened at Comic Con yeah. with the cast that kind of was the turnoff for me too because I loved the cast so much. Mm. And then just to kind of see them act the way they did, I was like, oh, this is already kind of like, I'm already kind of falling out of the show. And then to see how the cast is kind of acting too kind of made me even more fall out. And mm. I heard stuff that was going to happen with Maggie and like all this other spoilers. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I should even watch this anymore. Yeah. And I didn't want to get like hate either because sometimes when I would comment on Mon- Monel or like certain things, people would leave comments on my videos like, do you even know the show? Do you even read the comics? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, okay. Like, I'm just saying, like, what <laughs> I think. Like, I understand if you like Monel, like, hey, you like him. Like, but I don't. So, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to tell you. Which, so, it was kind of like a lot of things like that, too. I don't know. Yeah, there yeah. was there was a lot of things that came out um, during the show's hiatus, i.e. Mm-hmm. Floriana leaving the show, then the Samva's breakup. And then yeah. people were like, why did they, why did she propose? Why did Alex propose mm-hmm. if you knew this was going to happen? And then yeah. that, as well as the Comic-Con incident. I think everyone was just fed up. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, by the that's, end of it. That's, that's definitely how I felt. I was kind of like, uh, I don't know if I should keep on watching this. Plus, like, I was out, of, I wasn't, I wasn't going to have time. But I also kind of didn't want to deal with, like, watching a show or spending my time on a show that I wasn't going to really be enjoying yeah. while I was, like, watching it. Yeah. So. So yeah, do you still watch it? Like, I don't watch it at all. I have not watched it. And, wow. like, I will admit that, like, I do see things on Tumblr. Like, I, a lot of people that I still follow on Twitter Tumblr, they watch it. Like, people still react to it. And I kind of feel left out now. I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. I see gifts and everything. But at the same time, like, I do see people complaining again and about the same stuff, like, Sanvers and all this stuff. And it's like okay, then I know I'm not missing that much. Like, Mm. I know there's a lot of Lena, which I love Lena. Like, that was the the only thing that was going to keep me in there was, like, I love Lena. I love Katie McGrath. I love Kylie Lay. So I was going to stay for that. But then at the same time, I was like, well, I don't have time to really watch the show or record it. I just – and I haven't watched it. The only show I'm watching right now is Runaways. (laughs) And even then. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um. Well, uh, this is Davina, and I think when Jeremy and I, we made an actual response to what happened at um, Mm. Comic-Con, and through that, we kind of decided by the end of the video, we were not going to watch um, or react to Supergirl, and I was kind of like, I just was upset at that point, and I felt like because of, um, because people kept complaining all of season two, you know, what I wanted to say was like, we as an audience do have a power to renew a show or to show a show that our numbers yeah. matter because yeah. it, it just seemed like the writers and the showrunners didn't really acknowledge um, the community at all. Mm. Uh, and then they would just double down on a lot of the things that we kept complaining about, yeah. um, especially Monel. Uh, and so <laughs> it's so I was like, you know, don't watch the premiere of Supergirl this season and like show them that we have numbers that we have people that, that you, you know, that our community is actually watching your show. And from what I heard, the numbers actually were down in the season premiere from, uh, premieres in the past and even, 
from the numbers they had in season two. So I didn't start the hashtag blackout Supergirl, but I did start that whole blackout Supergirl thought of mm. don't watch the yeah. don't watch the show. Mm. And uh, so Jeremy and I don't react to it. We ended up having to watch the show because we watched the crossover. Mm. So I didn't want to go into the crossover episode cold. Mm. So I did end up watching this season. And honestly... I think it's actually a decent season. Yeah, uh, it's gotten better. Point that they, yeah, and up until the point that they re- reintroduced Monel, why they continue <laughs> to write him in such a way that they want us to like him, but they have him do things that are just not likable. They make him really douchey, even even in this season. You know mm-hmm. the, how he handled the whole thing of not telling her that he was married. Just oh, it's just so frustrating the mm-hmm. way this show has been written and the way they've handled these characters and how subversive the writing is because you have these strong, powerful women that can't have, <laughs> that just can't have it all. They have to be torn down. Like Lena's this strong, powerful, intelligent woman and she needs to be brought down, whether it's by uh, the one guy or, you know, Jimmy telling her <laughs> things, which yeah. I don't really want to get to the point of them being something that could be happening in the next Half of the season, it's like you can't have Supergirl just be this hero and this powerful woman. You need Monel to like oh. down and criticize her, exactly. and then have her fall in love with him. I said, I, I mean, this show sends so many horrible messages. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's everything you said is just like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Jeremy, would you like to yeah. say something? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I have issues. I have to, like, hold my peace. I don't want to interrupt. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was my feelings on the season, um, too. Like, I really, really loved the first season. In fact, it was me and Davina, you know, constantly talking about shows like Supergirl and our enjoyment that even got us into wanting to do reactions in the first place. Mm. And so we go from the amazingness of season one and kind of like the first kind of half of season two. And then we got that curve into we're saying that Monel is kind of improving, but then we're also turning him into a romantic love interest and he hasn't earned that ability. Mm. And then we just double down on the level of, of douchiness. And we got the same issue too. Like every time we would make, and it wasn't, at least at first, it wasn't so much of a full-on bash. It was, if you would only change this and this, he would be more likable, and then we could feel that maybe he could become worthy. And they just continued to double down. Eventually, he basically became, it became Monel, Supergirl, and Friends. Yeah. Instead of Supergirl as a show. And it was so frustrating. Yeah. Then we get to season three, and we both um, took like a backseat from watching in general, but we realized with some of the comments that we were getting, particularly towards the end of season two, our and especially because we did go in and do like a um, like a just reaction to scenes of the of the premiere and stuff later. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, we did have a lot of people that you know were just the Monel fan club that were just giving <laughs> us all manner of hate, mm-hmm. and we're like. We don't hate Chris Wood as an actor. Mm-mm. We don't, we just, if you're going to give us the character, do him justice and don't make him have these traits that are quite frankly 
counterproductive traits, but we got more and more of them. The 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 way he came back even was was frustrating. And we realized for us as far as we watch it as means of you know keeping up with you know, so we're not lost, especially because mm-hmm. we comment on um, Legends of Tomorrow and we had the crossover and stuff. But we didn't want to watch it on a weekly basis because we knew it would turn into a hate watch. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, yeah. the season overall has been good. But right around the time we got up to that, when he got introduced, it would have been back to hate watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as funny as it would be for our fans that enjoy our man bashing, we would not be having fun yeah. doing that. Yeah. So we, yeah. Had to, we had to take a back seat. Yeah, I think that's exactly like what happened with me too. Is like I knew he was gonna come back, so having that joy of like not having him for a while, just for him to come back, was gonna make me mad and be like, I was so happy watching the show, and there he is, he's back again. Like mm. that's I didn't want to go through that of being like so excited to watch it and then have him come back and be like, oh yeah, I'm not excited anymore. Yeah, yeah. same. I think when. When I think it was the first few episodes when Monel wasn't there and Kara was kind of pining over him and really sad, oh. that frustrated me because I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, what? Why? <laughs> Why? What's the reason? They were together for what three months? Maybe say six months, but yeah. regardless, it just didn't feel real. The whole like love no. that she had for him is just it was such manufactured drama and pushed upon us, mm. and it just didn't seem real. And again, we got so much hate on on us kind of pointing out all of Monel's flaws and how his character just did not seem worthy of Supergirl. Mm. And it, and the thing is, is the way I see it is you have the Chris Wood fans that mm-hmm. can't like, or don't see a difference between Chris Wood and then Monel. It's like, well, yeah. I do. I never yeah. confuse actors with their characters. No. I can love an actor that plays a bad character mm-hmm. and still, you know, and still like be critical of that character. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's just, how can you not see how Monel is misogynistic? Yeah, slut owning exactly. Sexist, like yeah. douchebag. How do you not exactly. see that? And say yeah, that? yeah. I mean, they had such like they had a, Jimmy. Like he could have been the perfect love interest. Like that was kind of the season one thing, mm-hmm. and it was like you could make it happen. Like he's a good guy. Like they like each other. Why could you just not, not have made that happen? Like mm-hmm. it never. It, it always made me so mad. And it's like you have to bring this guy who's like. Yeah, like you said, like mis- mis- uh, sexist and like everything else, and it's like, why, <laughs> why out of yeah. all people, like yes. or or at this point, don't even have her be in a relationship. Like yeah. she doesn't need yeah. anyone. Also, mm. is kind of my thing was like, don't mm. force a relationship on her or like mm. on us as mm. fans. And it's kind of like, okay, if you're not going to put her with Jimmy, like why now? Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the issues I've had too is like with the other male-led stories, you can have seasons where they are trying, but yet failing as far as, you know, getting his relationship and they have their dating periods and they just have that, I need my me time. Mm -hmm. But with the female-led series, it's like, that has to be one of Mm -hmm. the plot points. And it's like, no, why can't she just be a professional? Completely. I, could, I agree too. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's like a big thing, especially that she's like Supergirl. Like, mm. like yeah. she does. Like, come on. I know. Like, she's a girl still, whatever. And that's her whole thing is like she still wants to be human and do all that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I think you can choose someone a little bit better. Like, you mm-hmm. should know. <laughs> so, did you guys yeah. get annoyed, kind of, 
Sorry, did you want to say something, Davina? Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to ask, did you guys get annoyed specifically about anything to do with Samvers, do you think? Or do you think Samvers was kind of portrayed well and... Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not the biggest Samvers shipper. Um, and if anyone Neither am I, to be honest. But... So here's why I'm not. I think the coming out story was incredible. Mm. I loved it. I loved her coming out story. The way they handled it, the, her her relationship with Maggie is they never incorporated Maggie mm-hmm. into the team. They exactly. never incorporated. Yeah. They just separated her storyline with everyone else's, and they didn't integrate it very well. And I know mm-hmm. that there are shows that when you have those kind of relationships, they have integrated it mm-hmm. into the main um, plot points and, and the main team, the main Scooby gang. And mm-hmm. and then you'd only have like two or three minutes of them having a relationship. And then all of a sudden when they would have, you know, conflict or some kind of something happening, it had to be conflict. It had to be a fight. And I said, th- and I would just think this is horrible. This is a horrible mm-hmm. representation yeah. of a relationship. Yeah. And they had to manufacture this drama, whether it was her girlfriend coming her ex-girlfriend coming back or, yeah. you know, just yeah. it just didn't seem um, like a whole relationship, it was very superficial surface. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it was hard for me to really buy into it. Whereas you have other shows like One on Earth that have, Jeez. you know, Wings. that's that's yeah, that's what I was going to talk about. Yeah, you have Way exactly. Hot, and I'll yeah. let I'll let, um, I'll let you talk about that stage and how you can how you can watch shows that actually portray really healthy, mm-hmm. well, you know, semi healthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, relationships actually they have screen time and they're developed, yeah. and that. Sanders was never developed for me. Yeah. And that's that's how I felt about Maggie is like she was always just this like Alex's girlfriend and it was kind mm. of just like a cop that like occasionally showed up to help them fight every now and then. But yeah, it was always just like a side thing and like their scenes were always kind of separated from everyone else. And like speaking of Winona Earp, it's kind it's way different because like Nicole is such a three-dimensional character now like they really made her her own person mm. which i think like cat mm. has talked about that too how like she likes playing that because she's not just waverly's girlfriend like she's her own person and they have like her own little storyline which i mean i'm sure is going to develop in the next season too but like that's another thing that i didn't care about for maggie because you never really learn much about her besides no, the fact that like she- but besides the Other fact that she it was negative stuff, like yeah, she cheated exactly. on her girlfriend, like, yeah, yeah. She people coming out, like there was nothing great about her character besides like her kind of being Alex's girlfriend, and yeah, I felt the exact same way. Yeah, yeah, that's like I, I, I always my go-to um, lesbian relationship is Willow and Tara. I'm I like, we, <laughs> I'm like, how are we going to get? Is it at least in some way? And I feel like Way Hot is like equal, if not surpassing Willow and Tara versus they're just, you rarely, like you said, you rarely saw it. And I don't blame Floriana at all for deciding to leave because Mm. I'm like, you didn't even give her a real character. And and her outro scenes, especially the one where she gets to, um, you know, come out with to her dad, like in person as an adult, I'm like, you have so much wasted potential because yeah. you couldn't give her a good, Story. you know, storyline when yeah. you actually had her as a regular on the show. Is yeah. is disappointment? Yeah. 
Yeah, I I think the way I'm not sure if it was the way she was written or the way it came across on the screen, but you never really got to learn anything new about. You were basically just told things about Maggie. You were, you never saw it. You never experienced Maggie. You were just told things like, oh, my dad didn't accept. Like, you were just told things. You never really got to know her as a person, as a character, what her quirks were and all of this, because they never wrote her in kind mm-hmm. of well enough. Yeah, so right. that affected the relationship for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The show does a really good job of telling us how we should feel about every character, mm. whether yeah. especially Monel, or especially Monel. <laughs> like, see how much he's changed, and he's such a good guy. Like, mm. yeah, <laughs> the blatant efforts they would do to just like literally have characters, and I think that was the other frustrating thing is they would have characters go out of character just to support Monel. Yes. And then I think the other thing that really frustrated fans or I'll only speak for myself is they took away the relationships we loved in season two which was which was the you know the sisters relationship mm. the, the relationship she had with Jean the all those ones that we loved her having they all went to the sidelines they all got very minimal screen time and mm. then it was all about this relationship Monel. with Monel yeah. that wasn't even really developed very well no and they just made mm-hmm. him and they just continued to write him in such a way that was even Sorry. <laughs> that was me. It's okay. Monel calling. <laughs> <laughs> he hears us talking shit. <laughs> Shade. Shade. No, um, yeah, there's there's people as well who are always kind of backing Monel with the comic book excuse, like, oh, Cara and Monel got together in the comic book, blah, blah, blah. And I'm the thing that gets me is that if that's the case, the way that they've written Kara is completely different from how she's portrayed in the comic books. So why mm-hmm. do they have to stick to Monel in the? Co- why do they have to stick to that relationship? Why do they? Why is it when it concerns Monel, it's like mm-hmm. they had to stick to they had to stick to the the comic book, you know, explanation of how the relationship worked and stuff. And I I don't I don't really get that. And for me, it's one of those things where it's like. People don't like Monel, so you're just grasping at straws. You're like, oh, yeah, but this, but that. At the end yeah. of the day, we have a point. He's misogynistic. I don't understand how you can't see it as a person. It's very worrying to me if you can't see it. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Even for the writers, like, I mean, I think it was at Comic-Con when they showed the final episode that, like, he got, he went back to space. Like, the crowd cheered. Like, I saw a video of, like, the crowd <laughs> cheering that he was gone. Like, mm-hmm. as a writer, don't you get anything from that? Like, <laughs> I mean, I understand, like, you can't please everyone. But, like, at the same time, if the majority hate Monel, like, maybe you should think about writing him a little differently. Or maybe you should just, like... I don't know, like fix something if that's the case. I mean, you still need to please the the, the audience mm-hmm. in a way, right. you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just something I've never understood from a writer's point of view too. I mean, same thing kind of ha- happened with the hundred, like everything is kind of oh, like, God. You know, mm. I mean, the hundred is a whole other story. You could do a whole <laughs> podcast series on the hundred, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it. I almost, I almost feel like the writers were subversively writing about Kreisberg. And they made yeah. Monel. <laughs> and, and then, like, Chris Burke is like reading, reading the the script, and he's like, "Oh, this is excellent." And they're like, "Yeah, people are gonna hate him, <laughs> much like how we hate you." <laughs> it's like you're yeah. hoping that they go ahead and finally put him off on a 
galactic bus now after Kreisberg's been let go. And, but yeah, what you were saying about the um, the comic thing, that's one of the things I always trips me out. I'm like, one, there's a lot of times that they change relationships in shows and they still work. So using that as an excuse is, yeah. is invalid. And two, you can't do that with Supergirl. I've actually looked into some of the history of who slash what they've paired her with over the years because of the the misogyny that has existed in the writers of the comic. And I'm like, no, no, we're, we're not we're not using it. Because if we were going by comic before this show, you would have her hyper slutty and scantily clad too. And it's like, no, yeah, no, 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 we're not doing that. So yeah. I, I don't, this is one of those cases where I don't see using the comic as the, but we're trying to go to dark. They haven't gone die hard with any of the no. properties they've used. No, so, they so I don't see why that should even be a factor in the fans, except for they're just validating <coughs> that guy Chris Wood is gorgeous. So I can't. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. I do feel it's it's like Chris Wood fans, and they love him. Mm. And I don't, I don't like begrudge them that but it's like you can't love that character they're like mm. just break that character down yeah. and there are a lot of hard things to accept about him and how he went into that relationship i think one of the biggest sticking points if we're going to be honest is the way they made him want to change for her like yes. that's just you never yeah. want to change yourself for someone and to make that be a major storyline, and then for him to get the girl at the end, I'm like, no, this is not really great. That, yeah, show kids. Like, it defeats the whole purpose of what everything like Supergirl stood for. Or, yes. Like, st- well, I'm saying stood because like she doesn't really mm-hmm. stand for it anymore. Past but like past tense, like what she stood for in CBS's version of Supergirl, like when Cat was around too. I feel like Damn. she literally had she been around this season. I feel like she would have whooped car's ass and be like what are you doing like yeah. get get your shit together like this is not you know you yeah i don't know yeah i do, i do feel like creesberg may have like when they moved to cw like he had all he had supergirl he had lena coming in he has um <clears throat> even now with sam it's like you just need these women to be knocked down a few pegs mm. um and be shown that they need to be knocked down a few pegs and they can't be totally happy or they can't just have you know recognition for who they are they need to be portrayed in a certain way or you need to believe that there's an agenda Mm. uh and i just think it's so subversive and such a negative to put out there and for Mm. young girls and and boys to kind of like subtle like subliminally just absorb that of they see these characters and they're like oh well Obviously, you can't have these two women be friends um, because that's just not possible. When right. in reality, you know, a lot of women that are like that that are successful are friends. You know, very rarely are we ever catty with each other. Yeah, we're very, we, we're pretty supportive for the most part. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's just I don't appreciate a lot of these negative tropes that Supergirl tends to push, and it just wasn't like that in season one and. I don't know. I mean, that's just my that's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. <coughs> true, true, true. <laughs> I silence the room. Everybody. Yeah, everyone's like, oh. yeah, all true. To be honest, you said it. Hundred <laughs> percent agreement. Yeah. Do you guys do you guys think that um, 
Supergirl as a show, would you still say that it's still empowering to women? It's still a show that's fem. I don't. I don't even feel comfortable saying the word feminist. <laughs> the F word. <laughs> yeah, it, in the longer. same sentence. Not any longer. I. I really don't like them actually saying that they are a feminist show. Yeah. Particularly with everything I just said. Mm. I mean, you can't claim to be a feminist show and then do a lot of the things that they've been doing, mm. even this season, even though it is better than season two. Mm. But you definitely can't say season two is feminist in any way. No. 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 Definitely not. And I feel like, because it's such a mainstream show, like it's on the CW, it's a big network, like it's so mainstream. So they see it and they're like, oh, it's a girl superhero, like it's empowering, it's this, it's this. Mm-hmm. But it's like, then you have shows like Winona Earp, it's a lower mainstream show. I mean, it's really mainstream with the fandom itself, like it's on sci fi, it's not a huge network. That that's so much more empowering and mm. feminist mm. than like, yeah, Supergirl exactly. has, ever be- has ever been. And it's so sad at the fact that it's not known because it's not on mainstream show and it's not on like hardcore mainstream, uh, a hardcore mainstream network. So I feel like it's so unfair because it's like Supergirl gets all the credit and it's Mm. like, well, I mean, there's other shows out there that are pretty good. I mean, at this point, even Runaways, like I feel like is doing a, is doing a better job than, than Supergirl has done in the past, like two seasons. Mm. So do you guys feel like the, the network is part of the reason why maybe the feminist agenda is not being, I don't even want to call it a feminist agenda, but just the way the show is being written is is kind of um, contradictory. Do you think the network has something to do with that, or do you just think it's the writers? I'm kind of more so thinking it's the writers, and the reason I say that is because of the other shows in the Arrowverse. Mm, like, Legends. The Flash has is, is male-led, yet you have very strong women in that show who have strong character backgrounds Mm -hmm. before they killed laurel off you had (laughs) (laughs) on arrow so but even legends i mean i even feel legends is more feminist because i mean at least they they have you know you have you have you know uh sarah lance as captain and she embraces it, and she's not actually always being paired with someone she doesn't always need to have a love interest dear god Uh, but so I feel like that it, it is the show owner. I it, I almost want to feel like it, it was Kreisberg. Mm-hmm. I hope with what they're doing with the shuffling and maybe retooling the show that they will get back to what it was in the first season. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm hoping that what's what they're doing with the shuffling of the, the two shows isn't indicative of them being canceled mm-hmm. um, because I would hate to lose legends. Yeah, me too. Um, I almost am like I'm the, I'm like fifty fifty on Supergirl. I just kind of want to see a lot of those actors on other shows that deserve them, and they can be written. Mm. They can have better ca- characters that are written for them. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I'm honestly. Yeah, I I mean, I the whole like casting like I'm still sensitive about like mm. how the cast acted, but then like I still see like I still follow them on Instagram. Like I still see things, and I'm like, oh, like I do miss them as a cast, like because I really did like them all. I mean, but yeah, it would be good to see them on other shows too. I mean, I had never seen Jeremy Jordan on anything besides well, I recently saw him on Newsies, like the play, the Broadway mm. show. But I mean, I think he plays comedy like really well and. I wouldn't mind seeing Melissa Benoist on something again that's like Glee. <laughs> she mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely like to see them on something else. I don't know. If Supergirl gets cancelled, I hope Alex goes to Legends. 
Well, I yeah. hope she goes to Winona. Emily <laughs> 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 is like is like looking. Yeah, she's like waiting for her to like leave. She's gonna steal her, which I'm totally fine with her being like I'm fine Nicole's with that. long lost sister or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if Winona can afford Kyler actually. Mm. Yeah, like, if you get down to the budget mm. of it, like Kyler, like probably makes. Oh yeah. I mean, being on Grey's for so many seasons and now being on Supergirl. She yeah. might be out of the price range. Um, yeah, she definitely is, but a little bit more doable because she's only really had. Um, yeah. I mean, she's been on Merlin, but she's, yeah. I would like seeing either of them on Winona, Winona, or you know, even Odette. I've always, I've always loved oh, yeah. Odette. I love Odette. You see, and that's yeah. something that I'm sad that I'm missing because I was excited for her, mm. and so I don't know anything about her. I just see gifts and all that kind of stuff, and I'm like, oh, she seems like a great like character and like but yeah it still didn't reel me in enough <laughs> yeah it's what's making me worried for how they're going to do the schedule when they come back i feel almost like they are possibly planning on axing one of the two shows because with the way they're planning yeah. on coming back um supergirl comes back i think for like three weeks and then they are going to air the rest of legends in that same time spot and then they're going to bring back the rest of Supergirl. And I'm like, that looks kind of suspect to me. Yeah. How long has Legends been going on for? Three, Three seasons. seasons. Oh, okay. So it's like, so it's about Supergirl's time. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Those are my, like, f- for me, and I know this is harsh, but I'd rather keep Legends than Supergirl. Yeah. I'd agree. Okay. I, feel, I feel the same way. And yeah. I, I hate to say that because I do... I do like those actors, despite what happened at Comic-Con. And it, I hate it when actors do things like that because mm. it mm. makes you think of them differently. Mm. Um, mm. But I, I almost like wonder after everything that happened after Comic-Con why they didn't have a better spin doctor. Yeah. I mean, they just they handled that whole oh, yeah. thing so badly. So, 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 badly. so poorly. Yeah. Um, individually and as a show, they handled that very poorly. Um, mm. But anyway, yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it it it's definitely something that I think um, I think that has influenced a lot of people when we're talking about their decisions when it comes to Supergirl. I I'd be sad that Supergirl got cancelled just because it's the only kind of female. Well, I guess Legends is female-led, but, like, female-driven, loads of female characters type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So that would be sad. But in terms of the writing, in terms of looking at the show holistically, I think it's the weakest. Um, And it's sad to say, but that's just my opinion. I think they can turn it around um, if they... I mean, if they really, truly wanted to... They could turn it around. I don't quite understand why they made some of the decisions, but I think if they got rid of Monel, and unfortunately if they got rid of Jimmy, because they cannot figure out what to do with that character, mm. they just need to let him go. I don't understand why on this show, in particular Supergirl, that whenever something isn't working, they don't just let it go. If you watch any other show, if something's not working or fans are like pushing back on a certain thing or fans like embrace a certain thing, a show will write to that. Mm-hmm. 
And particularly yeah. when a show is actually being written at the same time that's airing, mm-hmm. um, more so than that, more so than like Why Not Earth, which is already in the can, but they'll like switch and like change directions. Mm-hmm. And this show just doubles down on all the things that don't work. Like Jimmy's not working as a character. We'll just pair him up with Lena. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't understand it either. Uh, yeah. And that sucks because I love, 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 love Bacard Brooks, but it, but just they're they they fumbled the ball so much with James till it's just and like in other shows they kind of fumbled the ball for a little bit. For example, with um with Laurel and Arrow, and then they righted the ship, and then they killed her. And mm. it was like, why would you do that? But in this case, it's like you're not you haven't successfully righted the ship at all. Mm. So. If you can't find a place to make him work, then unfortunately let him go on and do something else so mm-hmm. that his talent is not wasted on a character that just is not working with the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. if the writers would just concentrate on the strengths that they have, which is Supergirl, which is, you know... Um, the Danvers sisters? Yeah, the Danvers sisters. Yeah. Lena, hopefully not making her evil. Um, finding just different ways of just not making it a teen drama hmm. which I don't understand why they write it like a teen drama either oh. but yeah uh, I, I think that I, I think the ship can be righted I really do hmm. uh, if they want to if they take the time to retool the things and maybe the last I don't know how many episodes are left in Supergirl hmm. turn it around mm-hmm. going back going back to what you were saying about like the if it's the writers of the network it is, I mean, it's definitely the writers too, but I think that, like you said, they're making it such a teen-driven, like, drama. Mm. Like, maybe if it wasn't on the CW, if it stayed on, C- well, it might have not lasted on CBS, which is why, I mean, I'm sure they moved it to CW. Mm-hmm. They knew they would get a bigger audience on CW, but if they, maybe if it was a Hulu show, like the way even Runaways is, or if it was a Netflix original, kind of like Daredevil and all mm. those other shows that are on there now, I mean... Everyone loves those shows. I mean, you don't, you might not hear them talk as much as they do with these because these are all mainstream TV. But I feel like if it was on another network or even something else like FX or I don't know something else, it would probably be a lot better than it is. Yeah. It wouldn't be as teen drama. Right. Yeah, like we need romance, we need this, we need this, and it's like you already have Riverdale for that. Like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like it we does, gotta make a superhero show into it. It does kind right. of feel very immature like the immature mm-hmm. mindset of mm-hmm. love like what love is uh, like you oh, i have to change myself to to kind of yeah. get the guy or, or get the girl sorry it's kind mm-hmm. of like an immature mindset to love which is mm-hmm. i suppose what they're writing to but yeah. specifically um what do you think about the comic con situation what do you think that got people so outraged specifically how did you feel i mean i've never seen a show or the actors be so rude to a group of fans Mm. i mean to deliberately point them out Mm. um and i know that that once upon a time had that kind of happen to them like those fans Mm -hmm. um they had that happen with swan queen but the way he just Jeremy decided to do that and think that it was a joke. And then he still didn't get it at the very, like his apologies still were not great apologies. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I'll just say that it was just mishandled. And I feel like 
you know, may, I think Katie and Kyler get it. Mm. I think a lot of the a lot of the cast and how they reacted about it, they don't get it, and that's the thing is disappointing. That that was the really disappointing and hurtful thing. Mm. Is mm. There, there are young children and young teenagers and 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 you know young adults that are struggling with mm. their sexuality. Mm. Not everyone has the privilege of being in a society or being in a city or being around family that are accepting Mm. and that make it, um, make it safe for you. And, and so they're scared and they're still, and they go to YouTube and they watch our reactions or they watch other people's channels that they can Mm -hmm. see themselves in. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's important Mm. to, to always kind of have that in the back of your head that it matters what you say and how you act yeah. Because yeah. you're going to affect someone with your words yeah. and, and by deliberately pointing them out just makes it even, I don't it just makes it so. For me, it's, it's, it's the yeah. fact, it's the fact that the majority of your fans are from a certain community and you've mm-hmm. not taken, you've not taken the time out to understand them at all because they don't understand how homophobic, and I'm gonna it use sounded. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use the word homophobic because mm-hmm. I just I just have to no, use it can. because if it was if it was us shipping Lena and James for example and it, it was like a relationship that was dead in the water no one would have a problem with it no one would say anything about it but the fact that it's two women who are supposedly straight on the show and they've written them to be straight on the show. It's this heteronormative type of, oh, you must be strange because you're seeing this and we're not seeing it. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that is what is the most hurtful, paired with the fact that after you're called out on it, you're then saying we've taken it out of proportion. We have a right mm-hmm. to feel the way we feel. Yeah. And that, exactly. that for me was like the nail yeah. in the coffin like you're telling us we don't have a right to feel the way we, of course we do mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it was offensive and like yeah i think that's like a still a big thing still i mean after everything with like the hundred happened like you should know that just the way the community will react it's like it's not something small like we're not just complaining because our ship isn't together or like it's a lot bigger than that i feel like and i mean I think for me, I was mostly upset because I, I think I got really spoiled with like the cast of Winona Earp because they're just so open and so like t- welcoming about it. And, you know, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't a ship, they would still p- accept it. Like, you know what I mean? And like yeah. them, they just kind of laughed at it and were like, haha, that's hilarious. Like, that's never going to happen. And it's just kind of like it was just offensive. And it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, yeah, like you said, had it been a I mean, Jimmy and Lena or. I don't know anyone else like a straight ship they probably wouldn't have turned it into such a joke the way they did and it's I think that's Mm -hmm. why so many people got so upset Mm. especially I mean I know for me especially seeing a cast that I love Mm. like do that it's just like oh like it hurt because it was like I love you guys so much on the show and off the show like I think Mm. you guys are a great cast you're all talented and then you kind of just go and do something so immature like that it just it's a bad taste in your mouth you're kind of like ugh. I think it for me it was like the disappointment of thinking thinking they got it the cast themselves. I thought it was just it was just the writers and maybe the cast understood but you know they didn't have the power. But then it it was the realization and the disappointment in in understanding and, and realizing that a lot of the cast really don't get it. 
I think right. that was. I it. think like Katie and Odette were like the only ones that were like, Ugh, like yeah. we are not gonna laugh along with that. Even Odette, who's new to the cast, like I think she even was like, yeah, I'm not gonna laugh to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I don't already want to get like hated on. <laughs> I'm new to the cast, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. I think I think every ship matters, regardless of whether or not it's gonna sail. Whether regardless of whether or not it's canon, yeah. Every ship is relevant mm-hmm. if you see something it's an interpretation of of how viewers see anything on television or in a film or or any kind of type of media or entertainment Mm -hmm. um and i I think it's just to be totally just respectful on all grounds Mm -hmm. um of how we perceive something um and for it to be turned into a joke is just uh, was just disrespectful Mm -hmm. i agree 100 percent Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Anything else on that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was actually one thing I wanted to mention about it. Um, in terms of the way the fandom reacted, because some people were using that as as a distraction. In terms of, for example, let me say the younger demographic, maybe taking it out of proportion and starting to talk about Melissa's divorce and things like that. And I, I oh. think I think that's oh. that's crossing the line. For me, yeah. You yeah. don't have a I right. I agree. I agree with that too. I, I don't think like yes, they offended us and they did all this stuff, but mm. like don't go back and be just as nasty as they were. Like I think yeah. we should know better than that. Like yeah. which I do agree it's like a lot of the younger <laughs> the De- younger demographic who yeah. would do that. Yeah. And then all this stuff just kind of came out about everything else, and you're like, "Oh, yikes! Okay, I didn't, I didn't need to know all that." But yeah, right. Yeah, it yeah, was our about, place. It's about being respectful, and I personally don't like knowing a lot about the personal lives of the actors anyway. Like the whole mm. thing with Chris Wood and Melissa. Like mm-hmm. I like whatever's happening with them. Let it let it happen. Like it has. It should not affect the show. It yeah. probably most likely has nothing to do with the show, even though people are going to assume whatever, mm. like he's still mm. on the show because of that. Mm. Um, that's a lot of power that you're giving an actor that actors don't normally have on a show. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's like, I don't understand why people confuse the real life person actor with the characters or like just trying to mesh the two. Um, right. It just, to me, it's like, it makes it uncomfortable and it and that's not what being a fan should be about. No. Like, love their work, and you can love who they are, but, like, once you start getting into their personal lives, that's mm-hmm. just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it then takes a great amount of maturity for the actor not to kind of bunch the whole community in that box. And that's the that's the problem for me, because once, once it's done, once you've crossed the line and you've said, oh, but you were cheating on your... Like, who are you to say that mm-hmm. what right do you have to 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 say that and then i mean i'm not saying it's an excuse but all i'm saying is that how do you expect them to respect our community when you don't respect them as a as people respect yeah, exactly. goes both ways like yeah and i think that's the same thing with like people going and commenting things on chris wood it's like i mean i do separate the actor from the character like like you guys said and it's like that's a whole new level of immature when you go on and you comment things on his page or on her page. It's like they are different than their actor. Like mm-hmm. 
just because you hate Monel, like doesn't mean Chris Wood is actually Monel. Like you don't have to hate him as much too. No. So I think it is definitely a part of the fandom that does that. That kind of just throws hate out there. It's like you don't have to do that because yeah. it's yeah. not necessary. Yeah, because you did have people going out and saying, you know, oh, we can't stand him. He's such a misogynist dude, and why can't you da da da? And it's like. Mm. he's not the character he's Mm -hmm. unfortunately he is portraying what they're writing Mm. but that goes to his skill as an actor and not him as a person because if that was the case and it's it's definitely not the first one because there were so many times even way back in the day it took some years and some different roles for people to to be able to respect Danny Glover as an actor because they tore him up for his portrayal of Mr. on The Color Purple. It's like, Mm. you have to be able to separate these two things. Like, even if you don't like, you know, one character, you still have to be able to respect that they're not the same thing. You also can't, at the end of the day, you have to respect the fact that you're not perfect as a reactor, as a fan, as, you know, either. So who are you to judge that person's character. Yeah, exactly. Very true. Um, so I actually have to go. Oh, of course. Uh-oh. No problem. Oh, <laughs> I know. Uh, it's all I good. I have to run some errands. No, that's fine. But it was fun talking to y'all. It's all good. It was fun talking to you, too. Thank to you. Yeah. And thank you for having me, yeah. Of course. It was great. Yeah. But I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the podcast. Say, say your social media yeah. quickly. Um, Mine? Okay, yeah. Sagey Sage, S A I G E Y S A I G E. And that's my Twitter. Yeah. Cool. And also um, your YouTube? Uh, same thing, but with it's in front. Okay. So it's Sagey Sage. Cool. Yeah. Great. Thanks for, thanks for being on the podcast, Sage. Yeah. Thank you so much for having yeah. me. Cool. Good luck. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Cool. So. We're nearly finished anyway. <laughs> I've only got um, a few more points. Um, but I just wanted to talk about Andrew Kreisberg briefly. I know we've touched on him. Um, and what you think... Well, not literally touched on him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy! Jeremy! We're doing so well! <laughs> I'm so sorry that... Your true colours are coming out now, Jeremy. I'm at Jeremy. <laughs> But, uh, what would just... you like to ask about him, though? Yeah. No, I just wanted to know how you guys felt about the situation. Do you do you feel like it was something that um, kind of confirmed your suspicions or kind of affirmed your decision to not watch the show? How you felt about the whole situation in general? How you heard about it? What happened? In, you know. I I think for me it explains a lot of why Supergirl's direction happened mm. or how what the result was. Mm. Um, especially if he was one of the main showrunners and and he was a decision maker on that show, it really explains the direction that happened and why Monel was brought in and the way the story arcs were and how things kind of developed it mm. makes sense yeah do i think cw should have fired her him sooner yes yeah i don't know why it took them so long to fire him mm. uh i think it's disappointing um that it took so long and i'm i don't know if it's gonna make a difference mm. uh, overall because i feel like he's gonna get work again yeah i feel like all these guys mm-hmm. that have been you know 
fired or let go or whatever the scenario was outed and, and how despicable they are, that they mm-hmm. will eventually find work again. Mm-hmm. Uh, because unfortunately they make people money and mm-hmm. that's kind of the bottom line. Yeah. 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 I agree. It's like that. It was basically the same thing when I heard about it. Cause actually I hadn't heard about it. Cause I try and stay away from the behind the scenes stuff. But when Davina had messaged me, I was like, okay, well let me look into this and see what's, and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> so that makes sense. Um, so yeah, it definitely um, further included the reason why we were going to avoid um, doing further reactions because, of course, now you've added an additional lens yeah. that's going to color how we're going to see the show and how we're going to be able to react to it. Yeah. Um, particularly, of course, on Monel's return. So it just it it was more infuriating. It was. For for a minute, it was um, a little humorous just to see him added to the list, the rolling list. It seems that we're having now of um, of new um, perpetrators that have um, that have been outed. Mm. But at the same time, I agree with Davina. I I think, and it is really unfortunate to say, mm. um, because I kind of feel like the same thing happens when it comes to. Um, certain people of color having regular representation. Yeah. I feel like it's going to come to a point where the urge urgency or whatever is going to kind of die down again. Mm. And then you'll see him getting picked up for other roles doing this and that after he, you know, after they start having their apology tours and whatnot, mm. he'll start getting work again with some studio because uh, overall his ideas and stuff are able to make the money despite you know, character flaws and potential putridness as a person. So, yeah. I just, I just find it hard to believe that no one else knew. Like, mm, like, yeah. like, like they didn't know anything about. Like, I feel it. I feel it hard to believe that Berlanti yeah. didn't hear anything. Yeah. About mm-hmm. it. That's but, bizarre. Um, I actually have a friend that that wrote on a show. It was a while back. Um, long time, well, while back, and she would tell me about the the showrunner would choose female writers based on their looks and mm. based on based on their ethnicity, mm. and he would, you know, that's how they kind of got their jobs. So it's always going to be part of the business, unfortunately. And yeah. I think the only way it changes is if you have top-down changes so yeah. i feel like more women probably need to be i'm not saying women are not you know they can't be sexual harassers either mm. but i do feel right. like the, the the people on top that are head of the studios head of making all these decisions those people kind of need to change yeah in order to have a complete overhaul of the business i feel like mm-hmm. if everyone got called out on this there would be no one being able to run hollywood at this point like yeah <laughs> i think everyone kind of like probably guilty of it mm. i wish matt damon would shut his mouth at this point oh my mm-hmm. god <laughs> i don't know if any of you know yeah some of why the stuff why is he talking about. why he really shouldn't be talking about oh, any of it uh, and it is not and it is not the time nor place to start defending or start saying hey look at the people that aren't Honestly. being that it's like that's not the point for right. me, if I if I if I can't identify with something, if I've never felt that struggle, I don't speak on it. 
Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, so I don't understand what makes him feel like, oh, you know, you guys need to calm down and like what. <sighs> It just re-emphasizes the white male privilege. Like, yeah, it, just, it, it like, really does. That whole stereotype of white male privilege is just, mm-hmm. that just yeah. still kind of brings it up to the forefront. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Did it, did it change uh, your, because you still react to Supergirl. I do still react to Supergirl. Um, so did it, did it taint your, the way you watch the show or did it make you kind of see it through new eyes? Yeah, it did. Um, initially when the whole news came out about Christberg, I was contemplating not reacting to it anymore. I was contemplating mm-hmm. just, just completely stopping, you know, any support of the show. Um, but then I reconsidered only because I felt like the show was more than him. So I can't, mm-hmm. I can't just take his act or whatever and right. condemn the whole show. So that's the reason why I continued to react to Supergirl. As well, after the Comic-Con incident, I felt very strongly about it. But um, I also just continued to watch the show, um, simply because I wanted to know what happened. (laughs) Um, um, And having watched the show, I think the first few episodes I quite enjoyed, apart from Kara... Kind of talking about Monel, pining over Monel. I thought they were they were all right. They were okay. Um, then initially, when they brought James and Lena in, I was like, okay, let me see how this goes. And then when they got together after one episode, I was like, what what is this shit? Like I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't. Like, the whole kiss. I was like, what? Yeah, I no. didn't. Please, my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> and the thing that made it worse for me is. Because the show is so... It's got such a bad rep now that you can't help but feel there's an agenda to it. Mm-hmm. Following the Comic-Con no, I... thing with, with with Supercorp, you can't help but feel, no, this isn't just organic. Someone said, oh, you know, in order to have this Supercorp thing die down, let's do this. I, I can't see it any other way. I can't see it in an innocent way anymore. And I gave it a chance. I really did. But... Right. Um, no... No. Yeah. No, we even really, commented it back in. Oh, go ahead. Oh, that's like the really, really sad part about that, though, is it becomes more obvious the thing that they, and it's because of what we said earlier, the fact that they don't understand how we could pick up on certain signs and pick up on, you know, the things that we see that kind of, you know, to us can be seen in you know a different light mm-hmm. the really sad thing is they've done all of the overt things that they can mm-hmm. in order to make it, them have a very 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 platonic platonic out and out we're screaming at you it's a platonic friendship between Kara and lena mm-hmm. and they still have so much overwhelming chemistry on screen together it's it's redonkulous yeah. and you still put her in situations where they're having to save each other and mm-hmm. it and it still comes across as that as you know the same signs and the same um feelings that we get in their scenes that that doesn't change despite the level that they're going so it's like mm-hmm. you might as well just if it's not what you're going to write it's not what you're going to write but continue to have organic storytelling exactly, and don't yeah. scream at us mm-hmm. that they're straight. They're never getting together. 
you they still have to have scenes together and those scenes still jump off of the screen. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I, yeah. It's interesting how they continue to make Lena and they give her lowest scenes, like the save scenes. Mm. Like they still do that regardless of how many times they, they do tell us that these people are straight and they have a straight friendship. Mm. Like Jeremy and I addressed it very early in um, season two is that th- this show suffers from gay panic like no show has ever suffered before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I have just, like, it's like, that would get, but it's the gayest show on the cover. Like, it's so gay. Yeah, it's like, true. Can't, I can't, everything about a lot of this show is gay, but it suffers from gay panic of, like, no, we can't be. And so we're going to write everything to the point of, we're going to shove it down your throat, and it's not going to seem very organic, and then the show's not very enjoyable to watch at that point. Mm. And I think, again, that's another reason Jeremy and I decided not to watch it is because it wouldn't have been as enjoyable for us, even though a lot of our subscribers want us to watch mm. because they, they love the fact that they, that we roast it. <laughs> 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 like do we throw shade at Supergirl, even if we're watching runaways, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we will find ways to throw shade at Supergirl when we react to other shows. That's how much our subscribers love that we shade Supergirl. <laughs> No, it's it's uh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. It's great to make fun of it. That's the thing, and I think a lot of our subscribers loved that we would make fun of a lot of the things happening it, on the show. Yeah. You know, whether it was Lena or Kara or Alex and Maggie or you know Win and James, it was like you know we just would just point these things out and then we just throw shade at the whole story arcs that were happening in front of us. Mm. I mean, Kara just walks into a scene and she's like, gay shoes. Like, why? Why is the wardrobe department dresser so gay? (laughs) Gay pants, gay shirt, gay shoes. Like, how? And the really sad thing was like, would be like after that, like even now, like even with the, um, the really, like it would not work I feel because as much as they have fun um, when we make fun of the show, <laughs> if they could be privy to what happens off camera, because especially if it's an episode that we just did not enjoy mm. overall, mm. whatever reason, like off camera, there's like an additional hour of us just going in <laughs> in private yeah. conversation about yeah. the episode. Like, <laughs> It's not healthy for us in the long run because by the time we finish arguing, we're starving, but we're pissed off <laughs> the show. Jeremy and I are going to have ulcers by the end of season three. <laughs> we have reacted to Supergirl. <laughs> oh, yeah. It... No, I think you should definitely react to a show you, you, really, you really, 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 really hate. Or you love. And I think that yeah. the fact that you guys lo- hate it so much. Well, maybe not hate the show, but. Here's the thing. I don't, we don't hate it. <laughs> like, hate's a strong word. Yeah. We are frustrated by it. And we, yeah. like, pretty much share that frustration with everyone that watches us. Yeah. We still love, I, I still love watching Supergirl. Yeah. Like, I'm, wa- I mean, obviously, Jeremy and I had to catch up with it. So I still enjoy it on a certain level. Mm. I'm still fans of what it can be. I'm still fans of Lena, like Lena's character. I'm still a fan of Kara when she actually 
is Kara. I'm mm. still a fan of Alex. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of like things within the show. Yeah. I'm not a fan of how they execute the show. Yeah. And I think you can be a fan of something and be critical. Like that, you should be able to do that. It is not all about being a fangirl yeah. or yeah. fanboy about anything you watch. You should be able to be critical. Yeah. yeah. Like the other relationships, I've missed them having so much pseudo father time because I love the relationship that both Danvers girls have with Jean mm. and I miss having the the Jean time we had I really miss having Sharon Lille on the show because she was so great um in her recurring status as Miss Martian I wish we mm. got more of that yeah um and I wish that we would, they, instead of having everything so split in season two, we could have gotten uh, Magan more integrated with the rest of the cast because oh. I feel like they would play so well with each other. That is and, so important to me, but let's... Uh... <laughs> all right, but instead we got what we got and it's just like, it's so frustrating because the show has would have so much potential to be better if they would organically build on the characters and relationships that work so well instead of force-feeding us stuff that we don't want. No, yeah, definitely. Right. So what what do you think, it's like, I think the last question, but what do you think you guys would change? If you were the writers, what specifically would you change to make the show a better show? Do you want to answer mm. first or you want me? You go ahead. <laughs> Davina's ready. Think, She's like, oh, get out of yeah. my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to go. No, I think, okay, so here's the thing. If Monel is still going to be that character, still going to be on the show, in all of season two, I would have rewritten his character. I think a lot of the reason the fandom is at each other's throats mm. and the reason there's so, so much discord among the fandom is... It, I think it does boil down to Monel. Like, if you would just rewrite his character and his story arc so that he was not written in such a way, like, I feel like you could still have him be like that sexist, misogynist thing, but the way they wrote it mm. was just like not palatable. So mm. just, so just write him in that he wants to be a hero on his own mm. and not because he wants to get with Kara. Yeah, let his character develop more organically give him friendships outside of Kara because Kara was his whole life mm -hmm. like I feel like if they just would have written him in a less aggressive less douchey way then I feel like we wouldn't have had these issues with Supercorp with you know Caramel like the, I, honestly I think the two could have <laughs> been okay with each other the fandoms mm -hmm. i think we would have because then there wouldn't have been the sticking point of monel being so unworthy of Kara. yeah mm -hmm. Great. and i would have rewritten sanvers oh my god yeah let me just <laughs> I, let me just give sanvers a better storyline overall mm. yeah. that's i mean basically in a nutshell like i would have in addition to those things, I, I don't, I, I won't reiterate because yes, both of those. Mm. Um, I also would have worked harder at trying to integrate the characters yes. better into yeah. the show. Mm. Um, trying to actually give um, more mix and match opportunities so that we could have you have your core Scoobies, but then your um, your recurring Scoobies would still be more integrated in, so that you actually have 
a consistent Scooby Gang scenario yeah. Yeah. instead of what they ended up doing. Um, I would definitely make it a point of using the plot to work around the characters and the development that they have mm. and not have scenes like during one of the particularly off-color situations that Monel had that made Kara pissed with him, having Alex come in and be like, but he's trying. Like, up to that uh. point in the season, Alex was gung-ho. I don't like him. He needs to go. Mm. Like, I don't... The, the, the voice of reason. Yes. It made no sense. Mm. Um, so, and I... I just wouldn't, I definitely would not, and granted, because of, you know, we in our community, I definitely wouldn't resort to gay panic in trying to do the story. <laughs> yeah. There's a way to make things organic without, even if you're going to make, you know, set straight storylines, there's a way to do it organically without, mm. you know, what they did. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd like to add that I definitely agree. This show among all other shows in the Arrowverse, right to the characters have to fit the plot as opposed to the plot really. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. That drives mm -hmm. me insane. And I would have made Lena White Knight. Mm. That's the one. That <laughs> yes. In this season, make her White Knight, let her know that, like, everyone know that she knows that Kara's Supergirl. That's what I would have done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And have, like, a, have Checkmate be, like, one of the progressive storylines. Like, in a somewhat different version than what Argus was when it was under Amanda Waller in mm. Arrow. Mm. Like, go that route for this show and have her kind of as an anti-hero because a lot of her ideas are the same as the DEOs, yeah. but the execution may be different. different. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think one thing that I've noticed about this season as well is that as soon as the Samverse relationship was over... Alex's storyline ended like <laughs> it was like all they mm -hmm. all they spoke about when it concerned her was either her being there for Kara concerning Monel or her talking about Maggie like mm -hmm. well, in the most recent episode that they aired Rain she had like no part yeah whatsoever mm -hmm. so I I think that like what you said they definitely write the plot to fit the character to fit, I don't know what way you said it, but it, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they write, they write the the. They have to have the characters fit the plot, plot as opposed yeah. to having the plot fit really the fit the character and help helping develop the character. And yeah. they do that a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there are some shows in the Arrowverse that they've had episodes that are like that, but mm -hmm. Supergirl just tends to do it every episode, and it gets frustrating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it, I agree. It's to, to the point of what Jeremy was making. This show does not know how to develop their Scooby gang. Mm. They don't know how to integrate it within a storyline every every episode. Mm. Uh, if there's nothing for that particular character to do, like Alex, then Alex just isn't even in the episode. Yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. it just doesn't make sense because you can write it in a way that, like Wine on Earp, that she, they've definitely developed that Scooby gang in that they are a Scooby gang, even with the new character, they were a Scooby gang mm. mm -hmm. in the newest season. So 
it can be done. I don't know why these writers refuse to do it. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're experienced. Yeah. In the first few episodes, um, my reactions, I was basically drinking every time I felt like saying, who wrote this shit? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I realized, because you were one of the people I watched, it, there yeah. were a lot of reactors that were drinking during yeah. Supergirl. Really, <laughs> See a thing? Yeah. See, if Jeremy and I would have played that game, we can't do that. Girls, we would have gotten so many strikes on our channel, we wouldn't have a channel anymore. Oh. And there was one, oh my God, one of our reactors and uh, one of our um, commenters in one of our videos actually, um, every time we made, I forgot what type of comment it was, but every time we made one of those comments, they took a shot and they were like, they, they were, were lit. Completely wasted by the time they finished. <laughs> they were lit before I'm the episode like, was over. <laughs> we cannot do what I, I would not take a drinking challenge for any of our videos uh, because <laughs> one, we record in the middle of the week. I still have to go to work the next day, and two, we live so far apart that it like I'd, I'd have to just come sleeping back prepared and just sleep at the end of the because it just we would. I would be completely lit by the time we finished. <laughs> I remember one of my videos, I did vodka shots. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? I don't know. I don't know. So, like, <laughs> the hangover that I had the day after, it was it was disgusting. Mm -hmm. oh. oh my gosh! Now I, I remember it was cybers, but I won't do that. <laughs> no, I remember now too. It was we do it too much. It was a movie and TV show and other pop culture allusions and references. Like every um, side reference we made, yeah, they took a shot, and we made a. It was a Legends episode, so we made a lot of them. I'm like, we couldn't, <laughs> couldn't do it. Like, no, it was one on Earth. Was it one on Earth? Yeah, Winona Earp gets a lot of Buffy and pop culture. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It... Well, I gotta say, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> so I applaud you and every 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 other reactor that, you... that drinks during Supergirl. Have you noticed I've thought how about I... it? We started doing how to get away with murder, and I'm like, well, it's a theme to do the popcorn and wine, and I'm like, I don't know how the reaction. Yeah. Have you noticed how I just stopped drinking and not said anything about it? <laughs> I think it's well within your right, and I don't yeah. blame you. Yeah. <laughs> I would have at that point maybe like just done water. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like every other shot be water. Yeah. Cool. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Supergirl, though, it for will. the rest of the season. Definitely, mm -hmm. for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what's happening with Rain. I think that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about oh it. sure i am too i you know i i definitely would like to see how they're going to resolve that jeremy has a theory that her daughter is going to be the one to like change her to not be totally evil mm. um and then there are some theories of like she has to leave to become part of the legion and then she'll leave her child with alex which i'm just like oh god <laughs> why, why? The, the super why? the super girl writers would do something like that. So they would. <laughs> Definitely. It's just so. Uh, and and I again, like I am for all manner of different types of 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 
attaining children, if you're going to do surrogacy, if you're going to do children. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to have kids. <laughs> because and the reason I say Kidnapping. it that way, though, is because in this case, it would be her obtaining a daughter through proxy of having her mother written off into some... It, it's just not organic and doesn't make sense. And mm. yet, I feel this show would do it. Yeah. And it's just... It's stupid. I don't. I don't want it. It's <laughs> no. But I don't have faith that that they wouldn't do that. I've lost faith in the writer's ability. I have. I want them to turn around and write the shit, but I've lost faith in their ability to not make it worse in the process. Same. I'll. I'll. I'll gain my faith if they drop Jimmy and Monel at the end of the season. They. That will then indicate to me that they're serious about turning the show around. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So, um, just to finish off, I just thought mm-hmm. it'd be nice if maybe we did uh, a little game. It's oh. um, two truths to the lie. Nothing complicated. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, obviously two truths and a lie. Then we'll try and guess. You you guys know each other though, so <laughs> well, we don't know everything about each other. Okay, say I something. Mean, say something that you don't know about each other. So if, <laughs> what? If, if you if you can think of anything, I, I don't know. Okay. Mm. Uh, no, there's still a lot we don't know about each other. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. we can still do two truths and a lie for sure. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, would you like me to start then? Or? Yes. Uh, okay. I am five seven. I uh, what can I even say? Um, you want to do fuck Mary kill? <laughs> uh, we can do. We can. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a way better game. That doesn't require me to think too much. Okay, cool. Okay, so <laughs> fuck Mary kill. James, Monel, and Jean. What? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> They're all men. Sorry. <laughs> or actually, well, this makes it easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one's for you, Jeremy. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> James, the Venus Mono like, the like, so James, kill myself. <laughs> right. I'm like, this is easy for me, but <laughs> um, so I would say. But James, for sure. <laughs> uh, Mary Jean, because he's he's both handsome and I have a thing for older men. Mm. And yeah, kill Monel because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know so, you were gonna say that? Um, but for y'all two then, um, Kara, oh. Lena, oh. and Alex. No, 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 It's interesting, though. Okay. I mean, because... Okay. Okay. It's got to make it a little challenging. You go first, Tony. 
Okay. Oh my god. I'm so so sorry, but oh? I'm so sorry. S- don't hate me. Kill <laughs> <laughs> Lena. Oh! Oh no! Oh my god! I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. But I'm curious about the other two now. Marry Alex. Fuck Lara. Mm. I'm okay. so sorry. I'm so. That was a lose lose situation. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so don't hate me. <laughs> okay. Um, I would kill Kara. Oh. oh I would no. fuck Alex and I'd marry Lena. Oh. Okay. This doesn't surprise Just me at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all. People are gonna hate me though. She would kill Kara. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I killed, killed I killed Philip and Lena. People are gonna come after right. me. <laughs> that makes that sense though. If you're gonna kill any one of those three, Lena would be the obvious answer, except for me, because I, I just love me some Lena. Yeah. Boy. I forgive you. I'll still watch your channel. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a really fun habit, oh, you guys. Hey, it's been fun. Thank you for inviting us. Cool. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Pleasure's mine. B and Faye, I asked them. um, However, they don't like watch Supergirl properly. So they just thought it would be kind of odd. (laughs) So that's why why they weren't here. Um, Uh But yeah, it's been good. It's been great. Nice sharing... um, your opinions and and everything and thank you obviously for taking time out to to be on the podcast yeah Yeah. definitely it's been fun do you want to say your social media or do you want me to say it (laughs) uh they can find me at davina g penna on twitter cool and on Um, tumblr cool um i am oh goodness if i can remember it um Shoot, I have to. <laughs> really, Jeremy? <laughs> Don't judge me. You can find our channel on Whooshbang Pow on yes, YouTube. Yes, we are Whooshbang Pow on YouTube. And yeah. then I am a TX boy, Jayon Ree, on Twitter. Fab. Um, Chigel Tony Litty, find me on at Tony Litty. Hashtag Reactors Review. Inbox me who you want to see on the podcast. I will be releasing another podcast before the end of the hiatus. Um, And I think the first episode back, I'm having Rin on the podcast as well. So looking forward to that. Rin has meant to be on the podcast two times before. Hopefully this time it will work. (laughs) She lives in Australia. Time difference. And then she has to catch up on the show. Um, So hopefully we can get some stuff lined up on the podcast Subscribe to the podcast and write a review because it helps other people find the podcast as well. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.